0: In November 2020, Daniela Levine Cava became the first woman and first person of Jewish descent to be elected mayor of Miami-Dade County. Before being elected mayor, she served as Miami-Dade County Commissioner for District 8, a post she held from 2014 to 2020. She has spent much of her political career working to invest in public transportation, create affordable housing for families, and expand economic opportunity in Miami-Dade. Mayor Levine Calva, we appreciate you joining us. Welcome to our program.
1: It's a pleasure. Thank you so very much for this opportunity to speak with you today.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Okay, uh, let's begin. During your State of the County Address in January, you announced a new program called the Miami-Dade Innovation Authority. It's designed to provide grants to companies working to solve local challenges. How will that initiative help the Miami-Dade community?
1: I'm so glad you're asking about this very innovative program. It's a model that we learned about on a trade mission to Israel, where private investment and public investment combine to solve our problems. We're inventing uh, things that solve our traffic or our sea level rise, our climate change, our housing affordability, All of those challenges and we're inviting companies to say, yes, we have an idea, we give them a a small amount to pilot the solution, and if it proves successful, then they have the opportunity to enter into a large contract Mm -hmm. to procure that product or service that will help us uh, go to scale. So very creative, and we're very excited. We have a $3 million investment from the Knight Foundation, John S. and James L. Knight, $3 million from Ken Griffin and the Citadel Company that just relocated to Miami, and $3 million from Miami-Dade County to a nonprofit that will do the advertising and the uh, coaching, the selection and the coaching of the businesses.
0: Okay <laughs> great. Okay, well, um residents have ranked affordable housing as the second most important issue behind public safety. You've also previously announced the Homes Plan, which seeks to invest 85 million dollars into an affordable housing initiative. What are the challenges currently affecting affordable housing in Miami-Dade?
1: I agree that housing is such a big challenge and Honestly, public safety, we must always focus on because it is number one for everyone to be safe. But we've done so well with public safety, we are safer than other major metropolitan areas and we've reduced crime, we've taken illegal guns off the street. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've done so much to keep people safe. So really housing is the problem that is going to prevent us from continuing our great economic recovery. Uh, and we have to address it, or we can't have our workforce here contributing uh, and benefiting from the economic opportunities. So, uh, we not only spent 85 million on the Innovative Homes program, which has many components, but overall in this year's county budget, out of 10 million, uh, excuse me, out of 10 billion dollars, a half a billion is spent on housing. So we have existing programs that we've expanded as well as the new homes plan. It's been a full year since we declared a housing emergency and the homes plan helps us to subsidize housing for market rate housing that people cannot afford. So we're bringing down the price for for many. We're helping um, homes that are uh, out of repair. Rather than to be demolished and start uh, with a market rate product that people can't Mm -hmm. afford, we're saying, let us give you money to fix it up so you can continue to maintain it as more affordable. We are uh, also providing homeowners with assistance to pay the increased cost of insurance Um, and uh, other expenses, so that they can stay in their homes. Uh, We actually even have another program that we added after that to assist people in condominiums who do assessments for repairs, and we all know from the collapse of the Champlain Towers in Surfside that we have to stay on top of it. We cannot allow our buildings to Age and not fix them because of the risk of safety. So we know many people on, on, are not able to pay these high assessments for the repairs, and we're providing um, up to fifty thousand dollars to a household uh, up to, who earn up to one hundred and forty percent of the area oh. median income. For a family of four, that would be up to one hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars. So we'll be able to help many, many households to cover those bills and stay in their homes instead of risking losing their homes.
0: Wow, okay. Well, um, I guess, well, you spoke with, well, you also recently expanded the Emergency Rental Assistance
1: Program. And, yeah, um, the Rental Assistance Program has been phenomenally successful here. Yeah. And, uh, we drew down over $130 million from the federal government. We saved 22,000 plus households from eviction. Unfortunately, we've now run out of those funds. So even though we did put county dollars into it as well and went up to slightly higher uh, income levels because everybody was facing the same problems, uh, the demand was so great that uh, program is currently not accepting new applications.
0: Mm. Okay. All right. Um, So now uh, with an influx of people moving to the city and more cars on the road, Miami-Dade particularly struggles with traffic issues. Your administration is working to tackle this issue by rapidly expanding mass transit infrastructure through the SMART program. The county recently launched a new fleet of 100% battery-powered electric buses and is pushing to finish brand new rapid transit bus stations. Can you walk us through this expanded infrastructure initiative and how it will shape Miami-Dade County's transit future?
1: Yes. So world-class cities have world-class transit, and we do not have the capacity to expand our roads, limited space. We can't just keep putting cars on the road. We have to have really good transit options. So our SMART program includes six corridors. The South Corridor is well underway with beautiful new stations, new trains that uh, have been purchased that will um, be boarded at levels, so no climbing up steps, Um, (laughs) prepaid fares, uh, very comfortable uh, waiting areas. So many, many things that will draw more people to that transit line. We also have added express bus service on our 836 uh, Expressway that go to two important park and rides, the Dolphin Park and Ride, And the uh, past FIU uh, West, there's another park and ride with express service on a dedicated lane. Dedicated bus lanes mean that others are sitting in traffic and the buses are not. So they get there quicker, which makes more attractive. We also are working on the uh, extension of the Metro Rail North up 27th Avenue with neighborhood stops and getting to the arena and eventually, I'm sorry, the Hard Rock Stadium and eventually going into Broward. Now, we don't have the funds lined up yet from the federal government, but we're working hard and have received encouragement to pursue Mm -hmm. the option. as well the Northeast Corridor, which is Brightline and um, operates there now. We're looking at the local stations so that will create more uh, commuter support. And finally to the beach, where (laughs) to create the the bay link across, to the beach, so many many corridors, and then as you say, the vehicles have to be energy efficient. They have to reduce carbon use, and when you ride a bus or a train, you are taking the carbon of multiple cars off the road, uh, improving our air quality, reducing the risk of climate change. So it's just a win win win. We're also building what's called transit oriented development. So we're building more densely, higher buildings, uh, mm. more along these corridors. And you can build cheaper by not having to have as many parking spaces, which we don't have to have when you're on a transit line. So these are very popular, they're going quickly and uh, there'll be more such projects coming along. Great, great. I think Miami-Dade is catching
0: up to the rest of the United States, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, great. All right, now, Immigration experts have called the recent uptick in migrants seeking asylum in South Florida staggering and substantial. It has created a humanitarian crisis that has strained local immigration services. The federal government needs to be involved, but aside from federal assistance, does your office have any methods of tackling this crisis? Additionally, where can someone seek immigration services and help?
1: Yeah, so we created an Office of New Americans to support people who are seeking uh, to uh, move forward as immigrants in our community. And we have a network of clinics and we work with a number of legal service organizations that have also received funding to provide support. So uh, this has been very important uh, addition. And it's called, again, Office of New Americans. We encourage people to reach out and learn more about how they can get this assistance. Uh, We've also worked with a network of nonprofits that are providing a lot of the -the on-the-ground support, and we've reached out to the federal government and uh, been successful in obtaining additional federal funding to support housing needs of the population. So we're talking about people who have uh, been given some legal status, they are many times waiting for work authorization. They have the opportunity to apply for asylum or adjust their status. And that's what these immigration services are doing for them, as well as making sure they have humanitarian assistance uh, if they are recent arrivals. Um, they're, they are coming. We are an attractive place for many immigrants as <laughs> immigrants are already here. And so they, they have family or friends, networks. Um, and like I say, we we are working with the federal government to always bring more support. Uh, I do believe that the number has been diminishing with some of the new immigration policies as well.
0: Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> looking ahead to the remainder of 2023, are there any new programs or initiatives your office is planning to launch and are there any new resources that Miami-Dade County residents can look forward to?
1: I'm going to continue to stay focused on my four pillars: the economy, <laughs> the environment, equity, and engagement. And for so, ease. <laughs> for ease. And we, <laughs> that we are going to continue to have a county where everyone has the freedom to thrive. We have a new economic development program called Future Ready where we'll be focusing on on pipeline jobs for our local residents, supporting our small businesses and continuing to innovate. Uh, We have our Strive 305, helping thousands of small businesses with virtual platform and um, radio call-in shows and different things to provide support. So that's Strive uh, 305. Uh, We're continuing to uh, expand our, our transit, as we've described, but another important area is septic to sewer to protect Mm -hmm. bay, which is our blue heart, our lifeline of our economy, water, water, that's the essential ingredient. We um, have aggressively been pursuing conversion of aging septic to sewer and preventing new septic uh, from coming online that could pollute our waterways. So that is is very critical. And our shore power at Port Miami is coming on board this fall. Five cruise ships at a time will be able to hook up to cleaner shore power instead of belching their fumes, (laughs) the air. Uh, And so those are just a few of the areas. We're also focusing on broadband equity. So we know that to survive and and thrive in our economy, you have to have access to good quality high-speed network.
0: Uh,
1: And so we have an equity, a broadband and digital equity action plan that we are going to put into action to bring uh, that important infrastructure to as many homes as possible in Miami-Dade County.
0: Great things are happening. Mayor Levine Carver, we appreciate your commitment to Miami-Dade and its community. Uh, Your leadership has guided us through the challenges of the pandemic and we're grateful for the work your office is doing to strengthen South Florida. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today.
1: What a a privilege. Thank you.
0: It was our pleasure, thank you.